if you place your importance on this, which is like appreciation, appreciation love, you know, it's like that, that is, that is enough. There's enough of that in everybody's life right now if they just took the time to look. What's up, beautiful people? You are now tuned in to the Mindset of a Hustler podcast, the number one place for millennials to develop their mindset and begin to unlock their full potential. This is your weekly no-bullshit dose of positivity and action steps to take to change your life. Let's get it. everyone this is mindset of a hustler podcast i'm miroslava and today my special guest is andrea cervantes who is a nutrition enthusiast educator and food lover (laughs) she studied human nutrition and dietetics at msu denver and is currently practicing her passion at my vision nutrition Mm -hmm. so andrea welcome thank you for being here thank you for having me i'm so excited yeah of course so tell me a little bit about My Vision Nutrition. Uh, My Vision Nutrition is a healthy eats restaurant and meal prep company. Mm-hmm. We specialize in providing healthy, ready-to-eat meals for anybody, really. Um, our goal is just to be a resource for our community. Uh, if they have questions, if they need access to to healthy meals, um, we do it all, uh, which is pretty cool that we've been able to do this now uh, for four years. Oh, wow. And here in Denver or where are you guys? Yes, right in Denver. We're super close from here, probably like five minutes away off of 38th and Tejon. Um, so we're right in the Sunnyside neighborhood in the north side. We've been able to grow and expand our business and super excited about what we're doing. And how did you start My Vision Nutrition? I kind of jumped, I jumped into the game when it was already getting ready to, to pop off. So originally I had two other business partners who had started it and mm-hmm. I jumped in. I like to think that I was I was the, uh, the missing piece of the puzzle to kind of just get us going. In August of 2016, we officially opened and at the time I was working gosh, two other jobs and you know, letting everything go for to s- commit to a startup, to commit to a small new business. It's a tough choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I made it, it was like, all right, I'm all in. Let's do it. What I loved about my vision nutrition is having the freedom to create what you want. Of course, with that comes a huge responsibility to make sure that you're doing things ethically and, and you're, you know, you're doing it right for the better good of everybody. But I think that I, there was a huge need that I saw and in, in nutrition that there's just so much information so much wrong information. It's hard to find the right information. And if there was anything I could do, it would be to provide general correct information about nutrition, um, providing access to it and just letting everybody know. And it's, it's been quite the journey. So when you started, were you still in school or how do you finish school? I wasn't in school at the time, but I was, what was I doing? I had just finished. A job that I had for the Denver Bridge Project where I was teaching nutritional cooking classes for at-risk youth. So Mm -hmm. I was teaching from kindergartners all the way to uh, freshmen in high school. And after that, I was kind of in that transition period. I was like, okay, well, what's next? I want to keep doing nutrition. But what's next? What can I do? What can I do? And then at the time, I was working at a a bar downtown Mm -hmm. and my friends who were starting this business were telling me they were doing this and they were in the nutrition fields. I was like, what, 
what do you know about nutrition? Right. Uh, dude, this sounds dope. Let me jump in and like help. So I was already out of school and just kind of trying to find my niche. Where did that passion come from? Did you start school with nutrition knowing that that's the route that you wanted to go with? I bounced around. I did originally my major was Chicano studies, okay, which was educational. I loved it. Then I thought maybe marketing would be more of my thing. Mm-hmm. And when I was 20, 2021, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And I found it very interesting that part of her treatment, part of her recovery had a lot to do with nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I asked her doctors all these questions, you know, that she had like a, a nutritionist that she had access to. And my overall uh, message from her treatment was... Okay, so what you're saying is I can manipulate the quality of my life with what I eat? That's so easy. That's so basic. Like anybody could do this. I have to tell everyone about this. Oh, my God, this is so cool. I want to know more. And that's when I changed my major to nutrition. And that's what it's been ever since. (laughs) What is the most interesting fact that you learned either at school or just in this progress of my vision nutrition that you would want to tell everyone oh my gosh there's so many things there's so many <laughs> there's there's a lot of uh like i said there's a lot of wrong information there's a lot of preconceived notions about nutrition that are false and it's it's really fun to get to talk to people and and see what their idea of eating healthy and nutrition is and get to kind of like tell them what i think and and what i've learned but i think the one message that i've that i found interesting and and talk to people often about is is something called nutrient density and how I break it down is okay you have in front of you a salad with like avocados and and uh, strawberries and maybe there's a little bit of cheese and some dressing right and on the other side you have maybe smothered fries and I, I think obviously you think one is healthier than the other, but it's a good way to talk about nutrient density and how maybe this salad, this large giant salad has maybe 500 calories and this small portion, very small portion of chili cheese fries or fries is the same. They have the same caloric value, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at them and you, ve- and you measure the value of each of them, this salad has Omega threes, it has all these vitamins and minerals in it. It has all this fiber. It has, right. it has all, it's so nutrient dense. It's jam packed with all these good things for your body. Mm-hmm. And this small portion of, of fries, chili cheese fries, while it's delicious I and mean, it's a, a comfort food for a lot of us, mm-hmm. it doesn't have the same value that this salad has. It doesn't have all this, all these, um, omega threes. It doesn't have the vitamins and minerals. It doesn't have the fiber that, that this salad would offer you, you know? Right. So that's, that's one thing that I've engaged. Um, I've, I've started a conversation with a lot of people that come and have questions about eating healthy and ch- I challenge them. Okay. So if you're not eating my vision nutrition, I would challenge you to go eat whatever you normally eat and challenge yourself to think about, okay, what if what I'm eating, what does that meal provide? Right. Protein, carbs, fat-wise, vitamins, minerals, explaining more to them about the value of vitamins and minerals mm-hmm. and cell function and why that's important as we get older, depending on your gender and, and what your activity level is. It's fascinating. Yeah, I think something you told me recently was after 30 years, you don't gain as much nutrients or you don't retain as much. Yeah, so it's it's pretty 
freaking crazy. And I didn't learn about this until I was like maybe 22, 23. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to like hurry up. But that from the time that we're born until we're 30, on average, our bodies have the ability to absorb nutrients from food that we eat and mm-hmm. store them. So in a single day, uh, our body requires a certain amount of nutrients already. Right. So that being said, if what we're eating, our body's absorbing what it what it needs from the food and the excess of that our body doesn't need up until we're 30 it has the ability of to absorb and store like a savings account right and once we're 30 things start to change and it's just it's just how we were created and how our bodies work but our body doesn't have the ability to store absorb and store as easily as it did before so i'm thinking and like okay so what you're saying is i'm screwed after I'm 30. And I mean, when I was a kid, nobody was talking to me about nutrition. So of course, like when I was a kid, I was eating hot Cheetos with fresh squeezed lime juice and pizza and all these other chucherias that I love to eat, right? Because fast food, everything. Yeah. And it was, I was living in, in a single parent household where I was alone most of the time having to feed myself and nobody, I didn't know I should be eating like all these fruits and vegetables, you know? So I'm thinking in my twenties, like, shoot, well, I'm probably haven't been doing a great job of it up until this point. So now I have what, seven, six years to kind of catch up. So let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Because, (laughs) and how that affects our body is that if by the time we're 30 or 40 and these absorption rates start decrease even more, if we don't have those nutrients stored in our body, and we're not feeding our body what it needs every day, our body basically is feeding off of itself. It's just taking the resources that it has. So that's why we're seeing at a younger and younger age that people are being diagnosed with all these chronic diseases. Women are diagnosed with osteoporosis at a younger age now more than ever because we're not being given this information in regards to how to sustain a healthy diet, a healthy lifestyle that, again, is going to give you a better, like your quality of life as you get older is, is, is going to be better, you know? Right. Now, I don't, I don't know anybody who isn't 40 or older and isn't on some sort of medication. Yes. Um, so that's what I think about is like, okay, well, when I'm 40, when I'm 50, do I want to be self-reliant? Do, am I, going to want to be on medication and maybe some things aren't going to be are going to be out of my control but I know diet wise if it's something that I can control and I can manipulate on my own now Mm -hmm. and I can facilitate these habits now so that when I'm 40 or 50 I'm not having a hard time having to oh crap I'm sick I need to change my diet and it's a lot harder when you're that age it's a a Mm -hmm. way it's a lot harder to make those changes not that it's impossible but to make that change it's it's easier to do it when you're younger. And I think you hit a really important point when you talked about youth and and a lot of kids, they lack the funds to mm-hmm. have a proper diet or they just don't have that education. Mm-hmm. So do you have any advice on how to solve this problem? I mean, <laughs> gosh, you, I could go on and on and, and I'm still actually learning about, you know, policy and, and how to make changes in that way and and that might be a road that I might want to even pursue mm-hmm. later on, right, is 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 policy and food and nutrition in the school system. So, I mean, I feel passionate about now and I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going to go with everything. So, right. um, But as far as the school system, I feel like the first thing, the easiest thing to do is just um, what they provide for food would be the first thing, right? Because yeah. 
even if they don't talk about it as much, providing the visual, the physical experience of, of eating right is going to be the first step to initiate those thought, that thought process in children. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know things are changing, especially after the Obama administration and Michelle Obama had a, she had a big influence on, on the changes that were made. And, and it's, it's always going to be, there's always going to be work to be done. In any field, but in, in the nutrition field, uh, specifically nationwide to address the need. But I think, I think, yeah, if they were able to just change the way that, that food is being delivered to the kids uh, so they understand the importance of portion control, the importance of, of like eating the rainbow. Oh, I love talking about eating the rainbow with my, with my kids mm-hmm. and making sure that on your plate, you don't just see like, browns or or beiges you want to see the colors of the rainbow you want to see reds fruit greens vegetables Mm -hmm. because all this is nothing but but good for you do you think you're doing a lot of these education talks with everyone that comes into my vision nutrition so colorado statistically is one of the healthiest states in Mm -hmm. the country which i mean we're still we still have high rates and all these other other chronic diseases but i think because that that alone says that there's a lot more people in Colorado that are conscious and are aware of right. what they're putting in their body, which is pretty dope. So I think my vision nutrition is lucky enough that we have a lot of people that recognize that already and they're coming more so for convenience. And when they check out the meals and they see what we provide, it just works for what they want and what they know already. I would say maybe about 30 to 40% of the time we are working with a population who maybe don't know so much about nutrition and I get the opportunity to kind of like chat with them one-on-one about stuff like this. So it's not, it's not the majority. It's not everything that I do at my vision nutrition, but it's pretty awesome when I do get the chance to chat with somebody. And most of the time it happens to be people of color. So it's, I think it's pretty cool when I get to chat with other, other Latinos in the community, men, women, families about nutrition and how my vision nutrition can help and how they could do stuff at home it's it's pretty cool what i love about my vision nutrition is that every week it's a different meal plan Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people kind of have that misconception that Mm -hmm. you should be eating chicken veggies rice every single day yeah no Um, that's not the case at all whereas with you guys you guys your food is delicious and it's healthy and it's different and i think that is a huge key point about my vision nutrition. Thank you. Yeah. A former business partner of ours decided to change the menu every week, which is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I bet I think we found a way to make it work for us. And I appreciate it. I appreciated it from the beginning because eating healthy it doesn't have to be boring. And it's yes. not, it's not a matter of eating the same stuff every single time. That sounds boring doesn't work for me and the fact is that there's so many ingredients there's so much food you can mm-hmm. you can have and you can prepare it in a way that still takes nutrient density into account what's most important is portion control giving your body the variety of nutrients that it needs because every single food provides so many different nutrients so it's again i emphasize all the time how important it is to get a variety of ingredients in your diet and that's what we try to do with my vision nutrition and changing up the menu every week i love it so when i asked you about your education it's really interesting how you said you started as more of culture Mm -hmm. education and then Mm -hmm. marketing and now 
I don't know if you've noticed this, but you've kind of gone full circle <laughs> on this, come together. And, and it's really amazing because I think a lot of people are in this situation where, you know, they do have certain passions and they mm-hmm. start somewhere and then they bounce off. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, some people feel lost. Oh, yeah. And now you're at this point where you're full circle because mm-hmm. now you're doing nutrition. You own two businesses. You mm-hmm. also own another Mexican restaurant. You're into marketing because as far as I know, you did all of the marketing for both companies uh-huh. for a while. For a hot second. And and I don't own the, the Mexican restaurant. I helped open it. It was a business venture that we decided to do like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, let's go. So part of what you guys do, right, is a mindset of a hustler. And as I'm getting older, I'm like, I appreciate what you guys do. Because I'm like, well, I guess I have a mindset of a hustler. Like, <laughs> you do. it wasn't my idea to freaking open another restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then it just happened. I'm like, all right, let's go. We get, Let's get it done. Let's do it. And that's basically what a hustler is. Like, you, whatever it takes, you got to get it done. Definitely. And now, not just the two companies, but you're also helping around the community. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get more involved in nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So this is just for our listeners to, for them to know that, you know, you might feel lost at one point because you have so many passions mm-hmm. and you're bouncing off. But if you keep going, you do end up in your situation where you do a full circle and you end up doing everything you mm-hmm. enjoy all in one, which is beautiful to see. Yeah. Um, but talking about your community relationships and the nonprofits that you've worked with, tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about that. Gosh, volunteering and giving back to my community has been something that's been a part of my life since I was a kid. And I, I didn't realize it at the time, you know, that we were doing things to give back. So for me, it was just second nature. If I had extra time, I found where to give my time to. So, I mean, when I was a teenager, I made the decision to volunteer, gosh, once, twice a week. And I think... I think after a certain point, I had to dedicate all my time to my vision nutrition and SEO Mexican kitchen. And I had no time to volunteer, but I'm okay. I, I, I was, I needed to get back into it. So what can I do? What can I do? And I was still really busy. I had all these jobs. Um, I wanted to tie it all in with my vision nutrition. And I think right now my vision nutrition is in a good place where I can use it as a resource mm-hmm. to give back to the community. So when COVID happened, I'm like, okay, how can I help? Gosh, there's just, that's such a huge need right. in 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 the community disproportionately everybody that's been affected by covid have been you know people of color a working class i i want to help how and i kept playing around with it i volunteered at different places diff- with different people until i found my niche what was going to work for for me and how i could bring in my vision nutrition into it so what we did recently is i partnered up with period kits uh, which is a nonprofit that started here in Denver, Colorado. And what they address is period poverty that that's close to home because I'm a female mm-hmm. and it's, it's a need that I think is common more right. than what we think. And it was also something that I'd never heard of before. So I was like, this is dope. I got to be a part of it. I want to help grow this. In addition to that, I bumped into Latina Safe House, which is a nonprofit that helps uh, victims of domestic violence here mm-hmm. in Denver. Um, I'm from Denver, born and raised. So anything that's going to help my community, I feel I'm going to be passionate about. I'm going to, I'm going to give it my all. So, okay. I, I got these two organizations. Um, I had this awesome group of uh, people who donated, wanted to donate turkeys to, um, 
potentially do something for Thanksgiving. And what we decided to do is super cool. And I, this is just the beginning of everything that we are going to do. And the potential for this is huge. But what we did is myself, a realty group in the neighborhood, uh, period kits. We put all of our resources together to collect donations to make Thanksgiving meals for the, the community of Latina Safe House in addition to providing period products. And wow. I can't even begin to express like how the experience has been so awesome. I pulled up with all the donations and the meals and I'm like, holy cow, this is freaking amazing. I want to do more. And you, you guys were able to make a hundred meals, right? A hundred meals. If, and everything was donated. My vision nutrition obviously donated our, our, our utilities, our facility. We, we, cooked and prepared the food but all the food was donated the turkeys the fresh produce the canned products that we used everything was donated so it was pretty awesome to to be able to fulfill that um in addition to that we also made this super awesome turkey picadillo because think a traditional thanksgiving meal isn't always it's only an american tradition and a lot of the families that this organization helps it's probably not a tradition to them so Mm -hmm. we made uh, an additional option of a turkey picadillo, which I love. I love making traditional foods from my family's culture and giving them a little bit of a healthy twist. So that was cool. No, I love it. <laughs> What's in store for December? Are you guys doing another donation event like this? Yes. So I'm reaching out currently and looking for other organizations that would allow us to be a part of their community in addition to continuing to help Latina Safe House because I think that's that's a permanent uh, relationship that I'm going to have. Um, I love what they do and anything I can do again to support my Denver community. But we're, what we're going to be doing is uh, putting together a coat drive okay. for December and collect coats, hats, gloves, all of that, and continue uh, with the meals. The meals are a great idea for anybody, right. um, especially if, if these are families with young kiddos. This will be a great opportunity for us to plant the seed of yes. portion control and what eating the rainbow looks like. So and I'm so glad and thankful that I have my team at My Vision Nutrition that supports all of the community work that I want to do too. So it's super exciting. So if our listeners want to donate a coat or be a mm-hmm. part of this, uh, how can they help? So from now until the um, holiday season in mm-hmm. December, we'll be collecting donations at My Vision Nutrition. We're a drop-off spot for all these items that we're going to be collecting. Like I said, coats, um, hats, gloves. I mean, it's it's for families, so both men, women, children, teenagers. Um, and we'll also be collecting, again, the period products. That's an ongoing relationship that we're going to have mm-hmm. as well moving forward. And they could visit my Instagram page to get more information. We also have like an online wish list where if I know with COVID, you might have to quarantine. Maybe it's safer for you to stay at home. You can also donate online. We have an Amazon wish list where people can go in there and, and purchase items, donate items, and they'll get delivered to my vision nutrition if you're interested in participating perfect perfect andrea last question what does being a hustler mean to you Hmm. a hustler being a hustler to me means waking up with intention every day knowing that your participation is going to directly affect the good that could potentially come out of what you're doing and you just you got to get it done it takes hard work you have to be dedicated and passionate about it. What is that you're doing? Otherwise, you're just going to be hustling for no reason. 
Um, and maybe, and maybe your effort of hustle is going to be mediocre. So you just got to make sure, you know, like I said, wake up with intention, give it, uh, give it a hundred percent. If you're doing something and you're not giving it a hundred percent, maybe it might be time to tweak what you're doing a little bit so that you can hustle to the fullest. No, that was a perfect <laughs> answer. And thank you so much. Please check out My Vision Nutrition on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, website to learn more about the organization, how they're helping out in the community, and if you want to learn more about nutrition overall. Um, but Andrea, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate this conversation. Yeah, um, thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. If you have not subscribed to our Mindset Text, go to MindsetText.com. It's a free daily motivational text message every single morning at 7 a.m. If you want to join this subscription, it's completely free. And if you like this podcast, if you learn something new, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave us a review. That's it, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank Out. you. The red, die for the blue, die for both colors if you love your city. See what they do? They shoot the other side and they love what they give. Politicians ain't no different from the bloods in the cribs. Can't be a citizen again when you're off for probation. But senators get some money, then go to another location. Swear they love black people and doing things to uplift us. But they more worried about their neighborhood than a 60s crib does. They all try to be your friend after that scatter. Yes, if you don't choose a side, your vote doesn't matter. If Democrats in the game, why we ain't black and we don't vote them in Republicans? Republicans in the game, why we shoot Iraq across the ocean? Every debate is insults, like slapping crab, but no one really swings to this fight, it's a lot of jabs. I'm here for the jokes and the laughter, hey niggas, and fix me back for our vote, cause they're raining the crackers. Niggas, you claim Democrats like it's LBC, claim Republicans like it's DMC, red and blue walk each style, it's familiar to me, hanging on the gangster, but you ain't no different from me. See more of an internet banger than a Trump voter. Never believed in school until they got a scholarship. Only became a Nazi in college on some Remy shit. Your coons and wetbacks. I'll kill all of them. Yeah, Richard, what did I tell you about name calling? Every gang has their initiation day. Bloods and Crips jump the men. Politicians have their hands raised. Have a seat at the table like they mafia ties. Instead of hanging it out their pocket, they wear their flag as a tie. Don't sell crack, but find black cities to put it in. Don't do drive-bys, but send police to shoot the citizens. Break a treaty, fight a war, then preach unity. You a soldier to the white man, we soldiers to our community. Nigga, you claim Democrats like it's LBC. Claim Republicans like it's DMC. Red and blue walk each style, it's familiar to me. Hating on the gangster, but you ain't no different from me. Where you from, my nigga? Where you from? Where you from, my nigga? Run the set, huh?